Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers and today we're reviewing Labyrinth. Holy shit, it's my 400th review. That's fucking crazy. Um, uh, thank you to all those that have listened to this podcast so far. Even if you only tuned in for an episode, thank you a whole bunch. Any support means a great deal to me. And the fact that I've made it to 400 reviews is fucking wild. Uh, when I started this, I didn't know, like, you know, if it was going to last, how long it would last, how many reviews I'd get, uh, I'd get to, but you know, I'm still very passionate about doing this, still keeping it going. So, uh, yeah, I'm just, I thank you. If it weren't for, uh, the support I've gotten over the last year, I don't know if I would have kept going. I had some personal stuff happen at the very end of last year and, and it had been into the beginning of, uh, actually two years ago. Uh, the very ending of uh, two years ago and then uh, the beginning of last year it was a bit rough and then you know doing this kind of stuff really helped me it helped me you know have a goal in mind so yeah i just want to say thank you but anyway let's get back to the goose and the giggles and the reviewing <clears throat> like i said reviewing labyrinth one of the 80s biggest cult classics and was a box office bomb which has led to being one of the most loyal fan clubs of a movie it also is one of my mother's favorite movies. So I have seen this movie more times than I can count. I, I've seen it a ton. Uh, it's actually one of my favorite movies from Jim Henson and Lucasfilm. Uh, yeah, I actually didn't know that for the longest time that Lucasfilm was actually involved. It's mainly with the special effects and things like that. And then Jim Henson with, you know, with a lot of the set design, the props, the puppets, things like that. You know, he did things like the Muppets, that kind of stuff. Sesame Street, that's heavily involvement from him. So yeah, it was just kind of cool and... Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was a cool film that Lucasfilm worked on. It's a, uh, a classic fantasy story with an original cast of characters, music, special effects, and its premise. I haven't seen this movie in quite a long time. This was one of those movies that I liked as a kid, then didn't really care for it as much as a teenager, and then finally coming back to appreciating the movie as an adult uh, for its originality and music. In fact, my favorite part of this movie is the music. Songs being written by the great David Bowie, while also playing the villain Jareth. There's only one song I don't like, and it's the Fire Dancer song, Chili Down. It's the only scene in the movie that I actually really don't like, because the Fire Dancers are just fucking annoying. It's aged horribly, and it's a huge tone shift from the rest of the movie. Um, now, I don't mind, like, you know some weird tone shift scenes like that like in Moana a lot of people argue that you know the stuff with Tamatoa is uh is a huge tone shift but I like it it works really well however this one just doesn't work and I fucking hate it um my favorite song in this movie is uh, as the world falls down which is also my favorite scene in the movie Jareth has used a magic peach to make Sarah fall into a deep dream-like prison inside of a crystal ball she finds herself in a masquerade ball dressed in all white as if the movie wanted to make sure that the audience understood her innocence uh while entertain uh, while entering this new fantasy world uh now there are a few lines of the song that are a little questionable but that actually has to do with david bowie not knowing the full context of the character when he wrote the song so he he didn't realize she was a teenager when writing the songs so there's a few lyrics where it's like it's kind of weird, but he's a, essentially he's an, an eternal being. So, I mean, it's not as weird to me because he's kind of like a celestial being. So age wouldn't really be that much of a thing, but it's still kind of weird when you hear it. But either way, however, I love the costume design and set design of the trance. Uh, plus the uh, lullaby melody of the song just enhances the scene. I like it a whole lot. 
Uh, my favorite song, uh, my other favorite song in the movie is Within You. It's the song that the Goblin King sings to Sarah as he tries to make her last ditch effort to save her brother. The song plays out as him just trying to plead with her while also mocking her for thinking that she could best him. I think it's just a, a pretty great villain song and the visuals the whole time because it's got that really, it's a, it's based on a famous painting and it's just all the trippy stares and you're like, you know, it, it, they use it a lot for like psychology and things like that uh, with how you look and the way that people, uh, the stairs move and things like that. So you see her just running around nowhere to go and you just kind of see her like uh, being kind of chased, but also teased by him as she's running, as he's running through. Yeah, I like it a lot. I think it's one of the best scenes in the movie. Uh, now the main part of the movie uh, that I just didn't really remember when I was a kid was the beginning of the movie and all the context clues that you are given about Sarah, who's played by young Jennifer Connelly. Uh, she is a normal teenage brat, and it turns out she is also a drama nerd. I didn't fucking remember that. If you pay attention to the pictures on the mirror, you can see that her mother was an actress, and her biggest role was in the stage performance of the play Labyrinth, which is why the book and learning the lines are so important to her, so that she can feel close to her mother. However, she's still kind of a bitch for trying to sell her baby brother to a goblin king to turn into a goblin and become a slave of his because he wouldn't stop crying. He's a baby, by the way. Toby, the, the, pers- the little brother she's saving, is like an infant. And he wouldn't stop crying. She's like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm giving you to the Goblin King so you can be turned into a goblin and become basically like a, a slave servant of his, like all the other goblins. So, uh, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> now, I do like Sarah, but I was like, being in the movie, I'm like, man, what a bitch. But by the end of the movie, she like learns a lesson and things like that. And she becomes older and wiser, more mature. Uh, this movie also has some pretty good side characters like Ludo, Sir Dinimus, and Ambrosius, and Hoggle. My favorite of three is Sir Dinimus with his dog steed, Ambrosia. He is a one-eyed fox with a duty uh, with the duty to be a knight while also having a big temper. However, his dog is a coward, so when the battles happens, they spend most of the time arguing with each other. I like it a lot. He's funny. I'm a, he was even my favorite when I was a kid, so I'm not that surprised it hasn't changed. Ludo also has a pretty cool power of summoning rocks that can assist him if he gets in trouble. Hoggle is a dwarf that is forced to be a servant of Jareth, but ends up helping Sarah because he also loves her as a friend. Uh, plus, he's the first person to be a friend to him. And she, he was like, what the fuck? Um, which also leads to a really funny scene when she first is like, yeah, you're my friend. And then they hear the the, the roar of Ludo because he's being tortured, but he doesn't know it. But as soon as he hears it, he's like, fuck it. Uh, I don't need a friend. Hoggle, Hoggle's, I don't need a friend. Uh, Hoggle's my friend. Uh, I'm my own friend. <laughs> it's just kind of really funny. It's always played. It's uh, yeah. It just caught me off guard, and I thought it was wicked funny. He was like, "Fuck you, bitch! I'm getting the fuck out of here. I don't know what that is, but I ain't getting anywhere that shit." Um, yeah. Uh, the talking rock creatures are also quite funny, especially with Hoggle starts to argue with them, but the last one asks him nicely to say his line because they never get to say it ever. I like that. It's just little touches like that, and the detail, heavy details in the background. I just, I like it a lot. Um, like I just said, this old movie has a ton of other background characters and the new members uh, of the labyrinth. Uh, that, that are there to help slash trick her as she makes her way through it. Uh, most of those character, my favorite of those characters is the worm in the very beginning of the labyrinth. He's a very well-meaning fellow that invites her inside for tea and to me- and to meet the missus. <laughs> I like that scene a lot because he's like, she goes to turn and he shows her like how to actually navigate the initial part of the labyrinth. And she goes to walk on. And he's like, hold on, hold on, don't go that way never go that way and she's like oh thank you he's like yeah if you go that way you go straight to the castle it's just little jokes like that or i'm like ah oh, that's, that's just great this little details um that is one of the more recognizable little creatures in the labyrinth so uh yeah 
This movie also has some legitimate scenes of creepy creatures and scenes. The scene that comes to mind is the first, uh, the first scene that comes to mind is the pit of the talking hands. The pit consists of hands that extend from the wall, uh, but they form faces with their hands while making weird voices. The skin is also dark green and it makes them look inhuman. It, it, it's a legitimately creepy scene. I, I, I was like, hmm, I'm surprised it never creeped me out as a kid. I used to, I was easily spooked as a kid. So I'm shocked that never scared me. Uh, it actually did creep out one of my cousins as a kid. I do remember that. And uh, yeah, it just works to the mystery and the and the, the mystique and the horror of uh, the labyrinth, the terror that you can face. And uh, most people aren't going to make it through. And I, I just like it. I love the, the scenes between Jareth and Sarah. I think he plays a great antagonist, surprisingly. I, I never would have guessed David Bowie would also be a pretty good actor. But I really like him as the villain. Um, and it's, the songs are great. I, I really like this movie. I enjoyed it a lot, except for that one scene with the fire dancers. I can't fucking stand the fire dancers. And it's like a solid five minutes. And I'm like, oh, I hate this. Can this stop, please? Like, I hate it a lot. It is probably my least favorite scene in any Jim Hansen, Jim Henson movie. Like, I've seen a good amount of them. My, my family was big into the Muppets and things like that. So, yeah, I fucking hated it. I thought, I thought the whole aesthetic was stupid. Uh, the special effects look like absolute dog shit. Which, overall, most of the special effects in this movie aged pretty well. Because most of them were practical effects. So, I liked that a lot. And it came out in 1986. So, you know, for how... If you look at it, like, compared to modern standards, it looks pretty good. For a movie that came out over fucking two... Uh, 86. Almost four decades ago. So, yeah. It's, that's wild. Wild. So, yeah. Well, overall... I give this movie an 8 out of 10. I think it's a great fantasy sci-fi movie. If, you, if you're looking for, you know, like classic 80s, if that's right up your alley, and like if say you loved things like The, the Dark Crystal and you never watched this movie, highly recommend it. I still think you should watch it. If you love like, you know, classic 80s fantasy stuff and like, you know, the type of music you're looking for, it, it works. It's great. Or if you just have a great appreciation for practical effects, uh, creatures and things like that, all interesting things. Um, yeah, that's what I recommend it for. So, well, I hope you enjoyed this review. If you did, I reviewed a bunch of other stuff. So you to go check that out. That's highly appreciated. Also, you should drop a follow whenever I stream it through. That way you get a notification when I post a new review. Also, also, I stream on Twitch, dr underscore quacker 66. Uh, I haven't been able to stream in a minute. and just been really busy and I don't know. I just haven't had the time, so... Uh, I, I, I do try to stream on there relatively often. I will be streaming on there soon. So, uh, if you want to get to know me more, you know, recommend movies, tell me, I'm, tell me I'm wrong about opinion or that's whatever. That's where you can do it. So thank you. And I hope you have a fantastic day, my friend.